Salutation Shades, and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual talking with shadows. The conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Whaley. And a very threatened Marcus D, as I see the (laughs) disgusting substance that Vic has brought into our recording studio today. Something foul this way comes as uh, Ellie. Ellie actually had this idea. She saw... um, Mountain Dew Flaming Hot at the gas station, and she bought a bottle and said, oh, this is for you and Marcus to try during the next episode. And, you know, it's coming from Ellie, so we kind of have to do it. It looks like someone pissed blood just straight into a bottle. It really does. It really does. And since you've mentioned it, it, let's just go ahead and pour some out. Just as a note, I don't like sugary sodas or Mountain Dew. You didn't Dew. even get the zero sugar. Actually, I think Mountain is there Dew. A zero sugar I don't kind? know if there is or not. I think a Mountain Dew Flaming Cheeto zero sugar oh, man. is some Franken food that I just do not want. I'm just pouring out a little bit. I'm a, I'm a little worried that this is going to kill us, smells... and I don't want to die this early in the episode. Oh, ouch! Because we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk oh, about today. It smells of it smells like a slur. <laughs> it just smells <laughs> offensive. Oh my. Gosh. Ooh. Okay, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Ew. Cheers. Oh. Mm. Truthfully, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's Because at first I'm trying to figure out, like, how is this not just, like, major melon? Oh, God, the, ma- the and aftertaste. Then, and then it lingers. Ugh. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, God. It, 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 oh, it tricks God. you into thinking it's yeah. okay. It, it starts like major melon and then ends, like, tasting like an STD. I'm just gonna chug the rest. I'm gonna chug the rest just to get over oh, it. Oh God! Oh, mm. oh, oh, bottom, oh. oh, bottoms up. Oh, Mountain Dew, why, why? Beer, beer, beer. We're drinking Killian's today, and we're drinking it fast. Oh, oh gosh! Mm. It tastes like the devil pissed into Major Melon. That's what it tastes like. Sweet. <laughs> Mother of God, beer save my life. <laughs> Using beer as a chaser. Yes, I also like sprayed beer over everything. Yeah, I like how we're using alcohol as a chaser for soda. <laughs> oh, that's some that's, bad soda. Like that's I would rate that. Uh, I would rate that uh, one out of five methods. Who, whoever came <laughs> up with this idea. They, they, they need to be punished. Someone needs to track them down and punish them. I wouldn't hundred if they told me that this was some sort of like rejected major melon, like something happened in the process. They're like, we've got 30 million of these bottles. So I don't know what to do with these things. And then they're just gonna be like, someone's like, eh, just call it, just call it flame and Cheetos. And they will just, people, people will drink it on a dare. They'll drink it on podcasts. Oh. Probably I bet. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We ready to get into some, I need yeah. some comments to cleanse my palate. The Killians is helping. The Killians is helping, though. All right. Oh, God. I feel like I'd be sick. Okay, so if you didn't... Uh, this is a conspiracy. That's what this is. Uh, so if you didn't check out our last episode, we talked about the conspiracy iceberg, and we had moved down into Tier 4, talking about all sorts of bizarre conspiracies related to the government, SCPs, oh, and what have you. It's a great episode. Go check it out. Are you going to die? You the look aftertaste like doesn't die. go away. <laughs> I feel like it's a permanent STD in my mouth. It's that gross. Chronic sufferer of yeah. my flaming hot Mountain Dew. Like, I, I might have some more creative comments when we get to the patron sections. <laughs> because I have to be more vulgar. It's disgusting. Anyway. Uh, here we go. Uh, Abs Rex, the Dark Phoenix said, Good to know you didn't go down the wrong rabbit hole. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't, it's I couldn't always, resist being like pink in the eyes, and I just couldn't resist. It's always hard to figure out the rabbit hole on these. Like, there's one that I'm talking about today where I found four different possible meanings for what the conspiracy is, and I'm going to talk about all of them. Yeah. Uh, Ira Ono said, I like pronouncing it Raleigh, 
or whatever, like Raleigh, it's insidious in its common facade. Oh, yeah. No, I actually love to talk on this um, this uh, topic. The cities and the names of Love, uh, Lovecraft came up with. He was actually once interviewed about how to pronounce some of them because uh, basically some of the readers had been reading it one way, some of them had been reading the others. And he basically said, it's an alien tongue. Pronounce it however you want. There's no wrong wrong answer. And I actually love that. I would not be surprised if what he did was was H.P. Lovecraft was losing in a game of Scrabble. So he just started making up shit as he was going. He's like, Raleigh. Have you heard the ancient city of Raleigh below the depths where, the, where Cthulhu lives? What are you talking about? I usually say Rolia or Rolier, and yeah. I kind of like both, and I kind of use them interchangeably just to confuse people. <laughs> uh, all right, and then uh, uh, the last comment that we got, Azertanium, I think I said that right, said, the government having a hand in SCPs goes along with a the popular theory that the government quietly boosts or even creates conspiracies to cover up what they're really doing or to create so much noise that it's impossible to tell what's real and what's not. For example, in Roswell, they had an experimental device used to detect nuclear explosion crash lands, and they let the UFO theory take over to cover up what really happened. I would totally, 100% believe that the government's signal boosting and false flagging all sorts of stuff. Like, that is right in their wheelhouse. I 100% believe that. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, like, the whole time... Whenever the whole thing with the, oh, the government's about to release UFO files, what do they do? Every single, like, like paranormal podcast or UFO podcast was like, oh, what are they going to release? It's so cool. I'm like, you really think they're going to let out anything that's either A, real, or B? <laughs> you know, like, like I mean, seriously, like, do you, it's just, it was just shocking to me. Like, of course, they'll, they're not going to let out the real stuff. And they're, they would be absolutely cool to just flood the information, like, the, the web with just false information. Hell, as far as we know, the conspiracy iceberg was made up just to throw us all off course and keep us busy talking about it. Why can't we get that job? Why can't, why can't, <laughs> like, like, a year ago when I was looking to change jobs, I'm searching through Indeed, and I'm, why can't I find, like, <laughs> government conspiracy creator like why can't why can't they post that on indeed we would do phenomenal uh, at I that job think, and yes you would we would actually be very good at that but on the other hand i feel like if they post that on indeed that would kind of defeat the purpose yeah. I, I think people would figure it out but if they did well i want to know where they post these things i mean i could i mean cats are us humanity's not really in control of anything we're all being mind controlled by our cats I think that there's actually some truth there. The U.S. government's stealing all of their good mail. That's why we Obviously. only get the bad. Oh, that's why we only get the bad mail, and it's all being shipped to Washington D.C. And that's why we can't get any of the good stuff. Remember how, when you were a kid, sometimes relatives would just send you money, and as you grow, that slowly stops. Well, your your relatives are still sending you the money. The government's just taking right. it. All book. Uh, uh, no one actually is literate. Like, everybody just reads books differently, and we're all just really good guessers. And stuff. Yeah, it, everybody it, reads stuff. Seriously, we're like, all we're just using context clues. Yeah, we're just turning all of these out, just like left and right. Who, who here's actually read Beowulf? But we all generally know the idea, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Government, hire hire one candle society to come write your conspiracies. We'll do. We'll sell out for that. Sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay. If you're a patron, though, we'll give you the real stuff. Yeah, of, of course. Of course. Of course. That's how you break through <laughs> the... Uh, the conspiracy fog is you give us money. Okay, okay. Right, so uh, You want to do the description? Because yeah, I, yeah, I am yeah. gung-ho about yeah, getting yeah. to my first one. So now we're moving down into Tier 5, Animaster. Deeper in the conspiracy iceberg. Tier 5, Animaster said, This kind of knowledge is often hidden in plain sight and can be found in very ancient texts. After meticulous researchers that may, have t- that may take dozens of years... From this point on, saying people have a hard time even understanding most of these concepts. The journey starts here. Okay. So, for those of you who know me particularly well, it should not be hard to look at this and pick one that Vic is definitely going to go nuts over. I want to see if Marcus can guess cat it nuns. offhand. <laughs> no, I did think very hard about cat nuns, but no. Uh, well, I was sure. What's my favorite monster? Uh, what's... Uh, Oh the oh the interdimensional Bigfoot. No, wait, what? What? What are you talking about? Which one? Roadside trolls I and thought, highway oh, trolls. Oh, the ones that are said. I thought I for some. Well, dude, there's three columns of conspiracies <laughs> that I'm looking at. I I have always had this weird obsession with trolls, and as soon as I saw that one, I'm like, I have to do this. 
And I kind of went down the rabbit hole on this and figuring out exactly what they mean by highway trolls and roadside trolls is very hard to figure out. And I got a lot of different answers when I started digging into this. So I decided to go into as many as I can. Some of them, uh, I got more information, some a little less. But I wanted to start talking about that topic first. And you cool with that? Sure, 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 sure. Let's dive into that one. Okay. The first way, uh, the first form of roadside troll that I came across, and I think this is the most likely one that they meant, is basically this reoccurring character that's seen by truckers and other roadway travelers. Basically this large, kind of like hugely large, hunched over, bearded, strange looking man in tattered clothes with a peg leg or sometimes with a walking stick. And viewers seem to have a hard time figuring out, am I seeing a human or am I seeing a monster? Which is not actually that far off then with the description of like Scandinavian trolls. They kind of do look rather human-y. But basically that's where I want to start. Um, there is this reoccurring trend of people spotting this strange looking individual that looks vaguely inhuman. Um, like I said, tattered clothes, long beard. And there have been some people who looked into this. Um, the first major account comes from 1981, a man by Gary Durbin, who was a long haul trucks, uh, truck driver. First was, uh, he was in, uh, Arkansas. And as he's pulling away from a gas station, he sees this strange big man with the peg leg, just kind of milling around near the forest. And he usually is seen pretty near the forest. And he looks at him, kind of remarks on that, that's a very odd sight, but I guess whatever, I have a job to do, let's get rolling. He drives quite a ways down, uh, ways down the road and gets to his next truck stop where he's going to pull over. He pulls over, refills his gas, does his normal stuff, probably hits the bathroom, and he gets out to the parking lot. And what do you think he sees? The same troll-like man. Yeah, the same strange man. Eating with, the Waffle House. <laughs> I don't think he was eating the Waffle House. As I understand, he was just... Standing there. Um, the thing is, this is not a regular description of the sort of person you just see. Uh, a grizzled, just even seeing a grizzled person that looks, you know, vaguely inhuman. But then throw on things like the peg leg, the tattered clothes, things like that. Do you see, do you meet a lot of homeless people? I'm not putting homeless I, people down. When was but the last like, time you saw someone with a peg leg? Well, I mean, it's in Scandinavia. I mean, this no, is no, like, no. This is America. This is in Arkansas. Oh, sorry, you said eighteen something. What was the year? Nineteen eighty one. Oh, I think you said eighteen eighty one. I'm sorry with the peg leg. Well, I guess the peg leg's pretty out there, I guess. But like everything else, I mean, just seems to be like par for the course for people in dire poverty. Well, pe I'm not people, putting them down, people in but, dire poverty, they they can look more I mean, grizzled, more shabby. But most people don't look at them and question: Is that a human? That's true. You can usually pretty quickly identify. That's that. true. Generally, you just feel bad and see a person that's hard on their it's hard on their luck. I get it. But like this sort of description is fairly unique. I like I've spent a lot of time working with the homeless, and I've never seen someone to meet this description, let alone twice and in a situation where he really shouldn't have been able to travel that far in the given period of time. Um, Gary had actually considered, is it possible that maybe he's a hitchhiker, someone picked him up and then passed him on the way and dropped him off at this truck stop? And he was considering that. But over his career as a truck driver, he sees him five more times across many different states. So this is a repeated occurrence, and it's not limited to him. Do you, I wonder whether or not I feel like attributed to like being either good luck, bad luck. If oh, something, you're like, getting ahead he, of is me. He like an, is it like an omen or something to it? Because I would, if I'm a trucker and I'm seeing something like that, I'm gonna start connecting the dots somewhere. There is a omen angle to this. Um, in the book Strange Highways by a man named Coleman, he compiles all the sightings of this strange troll-like entity, and he starts to go through an examination of it and basically concludes. He believes it's an omen. And I'm going to tell you another story that was collected by him that kind of casts a little more light on the uh, omen idea. Uh, a woman by the name of Barb in Illinois is basically, she's going off to the mall, and it's a bit of a drive there. She goes by, picks up her friend, and starts making her way to the mall. Mm -hmm. As they're driving, they see this strange man. They particularly are like, is that even human? And they're so shocked by it, they have to pull over and stop and kind of talk this out for a little bit. They decide to turn around and just go home. 
They arrive just in time to find her son so badly injured that his leg bone is so broken so badly, the bone is now penetrating through the skin, and he is incapable of getting up and finding help. So basically, they have to pick him up and get him to the hospital. Now, they would have arrived back three hours later than that if not for seeing this strange person getting shaken up and returning early. So one of the speculations is that this is a person who basically is a appears as a warning, something to shock you, maybe change your path, direction, things along those lines. And it's even theorized by the author that he might appear to shock you awake, as many of the signs do occur to truck drivers, who often are, you know, doing long hauls and in our difficult states of mind. Actually, a exceptionally liminal state of mind, as they're traveling, they're kind of in that permanent transitional period while they're on the road. And his theory is that, kind of like, say, the flannel man, he appears as some form of omen. And I kind of feel like a lot of things about this case remind me of the flannel man. Mm -hmm. I, well, it definitely strikes me as something that I think that, I mean, people have a hard time. And if you start seeing <coughs> something just repeatedly strange, you're going to just, you, I don't, the human brain just has to connect it to something. So, I mean, that's definitely, it definitely does, though, to me, have sort of a flannel man-esque vibe to it. Because a lot of the stories that I've had are people have been interviewed by the flannel man. Generally, there's something that befalls a lot of other people. Either someone's just died, or they think they're about to die, or they get sick, and things like that. So, it definitely seems to be a uh, an offshoot of that. Unfortunately, sightings of this specific highway troll have dried up, mainly because, I mean, Coleman stopped researching it, published his book, and moved on to other things. So there wasn't this one guy out there collecting these stories. It's generally assumed that likely he's still being cited, but we just don't have anyone out there that's a researcher just kind of doggedly correct collecting these stories on the subject. I mean, I've always been so fascinated by people whose whole jobs are to like travel across America and stuff like that. So like military, like you see military truckers, um, just transit people or the homeless i mean you, you, there's a, there's so many interesting like rich paranormal stories that come from just people's travels that that they talk about that i think that now would be something that would be just incredibly cool to look at oh yeah i always felt that people like truckers are very very high quality viewers as they get to travel so much and stay in as much of an alert stays they can when it comes to cryptids spotted on the roadsides which is actually another one of the things that people attribute to being what is meant by highway trolls. I'll go, I'm going to go ahead and start passing on to possibility two on highway trolls. One is that strange creatures are just sighted near highways, often picked up by truckers. Not like picked up like, oh, you're going my way, Bigfoot, but, you know, <laughs> seen by truckers. For example, like around um, the land between the lakes. Mm-hmm. Many people doing uh, long drives through there will see pig squatch. If you've never heard of pig squatch, it is probably what you're imagining. Yep. It is basically a giant humanoid pig-like person. And there's tons of these particular like strange one-of encounters that occur with many cryptids just being spotted along the roadside. I mean, think about many of the major Mothman sightings. Where were they sighted? Right, yeah, around, uh, around roads, bridges. Yeah, around yeah, roads. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't really sh it doesn't so shock me so much about like in a lot of people encountering some of these like, uh, like these highway troll type things because a lot of highways are built through things like forests, major animal, you know, like tra like migration places, wildlife well, I mean, corridors. Yeah, I mean, where where people are traveling. I mean, you see stuff even in like oh my gosh, so there's there's this whole even new phenomenon now like with engineering with with city engineering where they literally build bridges over. <laughs> the roads for animals literally just walk across so they don't disturb traffic. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, we're seeing stuff like that. So it doesn't shock me that, that we're, that humanity is, is encountering some of these creatures like just on the highway. Yeah. And, and that's one of the areas where we tend to engage very deeply with nature. Like it's not that often people are going into deeper portions of woods, but they might be crossing a road that does go fair, right through a deeper portion of a woods. So do you know one of the really weird things? And I think, honestly, to me, I think this is more of a conspiracy than just highway trolls, like people seeing highway trolls. How, how, I, I, I don't see a whole lot of stories where people run into one of these things. 
Like, where they just drive their car. I mean, because seriously, how many times have you been driving along and you just run into a deer? You run into a moose. You run into some kind of, You run over something just on the side of the road. And we, they're just so few stories. Like, like there's, I can't even recall one just coming to my to the top of my head where someone just runs into one of these things. Um, I, you mean just runs into a cryptid? Yeah, like with their car. Oh, you mean like Yo, literally runs into it oh, with okay. their car? I thought like, you meant like just running across, like running it. over it. Uh, I've heard of a few of someone accidentally like kind of side hitting a dogman or a Bigfoot, but they are obscure, and I can only really think of those two. On times yeah. where someone hits it, I'm, my assumption is that they're either just more perceptive or more intelligent. But we, we run into people. <laughs> like people. That's I, 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 they might be more perceptive than people. That's always a possibility. Maybe, but I mean, they're still I mean, maybe they're smarter too. Well, I mean, I, well, that's, I mean, I think that's part of the conspiracy. I mean, to me, I think that's part of this conspiracy that most people don't talk about is that why are there not more stories of people literally just running over one of these things? I mean, really, if you think about it, too, how hard would it be to do a story, like, even if you were trying to cover it up, where, yeah, I was out, I was driving one day, I run over a Bigfoot, and then Men in Black showed up in a hazmat suit to cover it up and cart away the body. Let like, me just ask to, you. to even just lie, like, to even just lie about it. Let me ask you a question. Have you been driving down the road, saw a carcass on the ground you couldn't identify, and then stopped to check to see if it was an unknown creature? I mean, sometimes you think that it's an unknown creature. I've also, I've also thought it was kind of weird. It always seems like... Roadkill gets hit on the side of the road. Wait, but have you ever, like, actually stopped to confirm that it wasn't? Why would I stop on the highway? I've done it. Oh. This is something I've done where, like, I've seen, like, a really weird roadkill and was like, is that a cryptid? Right. Okay, pull, we're pulling over. We're pulling over and examining this. Unfortunately, I'm usually traveling with Ellie, mm-hmm. and Ellie is very good at things like taxonomy and taxidermy and things like that. And I spend a lot of time in the woods. Usually we can parse out what it actually is and we've never found like a cryptid dead on the side of the road but we checked before but, but you don't but you don't even find it kind of weird that it's not even in the zeitgeist for stories it's definitely not like a major story point because like i said maybe i've, I've more only heard of a, a few maybe more of a conspiracy Ooh. <laughs> or maybe every time someone does or, or hits one it ends up getting up killing them and driving off with their car and that's the people disappearing in our national highways like look this See, screw tier five telling me the journey starts here. The journey starts with one candle. It's talking with shadows. That's where the real journey starts, Dude, people. You almost made me spit like <laughs> beer all over everything. Well, no, like that's what you guys get for coming here. Because I mean, even if you like, if you looked up a lot of people like doing like videos on this, they'll just talk about like trolls on the side of the road being like weird stuff you see out the corner of your eye, and then we'll just leave it at that. But this particular, you know, we take this and we, you know, you talked about multiple theories and then oh, I brought, I've got two more. I mean, I brought up the conspiracy. Oh, we're 22 minutes in. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll make these last two fast. I'll make these last two fast. Um, the next one is that shared highway hallucinations where people due to long-term driving are hallucinating things, but other people are hallucinating the same thing in the same area. Now, this is one of the descriptions that I found for what is meant by this. But I didn't find much backing when I tried to go down the rabbit hole like with it. Like it's mass hysteria? That it's mass hysteria. Uh, it, well, the thing is, mass hysteria, you have to have kind of a shared experience. But two people driving in the same area who aren't directly communicating should not be capable of hallucinating the same thing since they're not having any sociological conversation. That is pretty That is pretty true. Now, that is pretty true. Like you, with the, you, The fact that nobody's being able to talk to each other does kind of strike me as kind of odd. It, it is that it they're is, seeing something like this, but like that is how it was described to me. I couldn't find anything as far as like examples and stuff along these lines. Did you happen to look into this one? No, no, no. I went with a totally different. I got. I, I looked into a different conspiracy. Okay, but like, like I said, I, I I didn't strike Piggle. And with the last one, I I I think this is just someone being wrong. Okay, the the final version of this conspiracy I found is that toll booths <laughs> are troll booths. And that basically, like, symbolically in the old world, there were trolls that would shake you down for money when you tried to cross areas. But the thing is, like, since we don't have trolls anymore, we need something to symbolically, like, take up that role for some reason. And and toll booths are, like, the modern-day 
symbolic troll. I, I, I don't think this is the right answer. This no, sounds that, silly. That sounds like something the government would come up with. No, no, no. It's not the government that's taking your money here. It's, it's, it's the, the trolls. trolls. <laughs> that's what it is. Don't blame the government. Where blame the trolls. <laughs> blame the trolls. It's their, it's their fault. This version of it, I didn't find much on it outside of some people saying that that's what is meant by it, but I kind of have a feeling that's not... Correct, and also everything I read into it didn't make sense. Like, no one could explain to me why we still need, like, someone to be taking our money when we're going along the road. It's like, are, are there actual, like, living trolls in the highway administration being like, I need my money still. <laughs> They're crossing my bridges without giving me money. Like, I they, they, I didn't get, like, a good explanation on why this is important. Yeah, sure, toll roads are annoying, but I don't think that that's what they're talking about oh, here. No, no. It's that the trolls are extorting the government to have these troll these tolls to give them money. They're like, you're going to give some of these tolls to give us money. We're going to wreck the place up. That's and that's what the government is doing. Uh, under there. every toll booth is a troll cave and yeah. when you put the when you give them the money, they just drop it into the cave and the trolls down there counting yeah. it. It is it, their the agreement that they stay underground and we'll drop money yeah. to them. Well, when you see them on the side of the road, that's just them going to the bank. <laughs> that's just them going let's go with that payday that's what that is. that's what that is there we go Con- conspiracy solved conspiracy yeah, we solved fi- we figured it out, we figured it out. So- You're sorry i ate a lot of time talking about no, that no, no no that's a good one um no one of the ones that i thought that was really weird that i wanted to talk about was uh max spires max the death of max spires is a really interesting uh conspiracy that i thought that was really interesting for a couple of different reasons once so we don't know who max spires is max spires is a ufo conspiracy theorist that died in July of, uh, of 2016. He was a pretty he was a pretty prominent conspiracy theorist that often talked out against the British government. He made a lot of comments like, you know, that the British uh, that uh, it's I think sometimes it's either it was either aliens or there was the government that had like made him into this like super soldier. Yeah, didn't he claim to have been kidnapped at yeah, a really, really early, early age, age or something? Yep. And then he was made into this like tr- the super soldier, and then he only needed like a trigger word, and it would activate him like he's the Manchurian candidate. And uh, he was a pretty ratted guy. He was a pretty ratted guy. Uh, leading up to his death in, two, in 2016, he was about to go uh, to this conference to announce, uh, like, supposedly it was like a breakthrough and connect these elites and say that, like, they're behind a bunch of stuff. Leading up to it, he becomes a whole lot more erratic than what, uh, than what people used to know him as. And he's texting his mother saying, you know, uh, your boy's in trouble. If something happens to me, investigate. Um, you know, he was like, I didn't get Clinton. <laughs> I didn't get Epstein, you know, just look, look into it. And the, he was found the, the day before, a couple of days before the conference. Wait, dead. Quick question, quick question before we go on. Sure. So, and, and I didn't research this one. I just know the surface information. Mm-hmm. So he claims to have been kidnapped and trained at a young age, mm-hmm. but is still in contact with his mother. Yeah. Does yeah. his mother like confirm like, like, back, like him the- disappearing for a long time or no. something? No, no, in no way, shape, or form does she do that. But oh, okay. like he, 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 like he claimed that he was abducted. He claims that he, he claimed that he was abducted, and like there's issues with time lapses, is what he talks about, and things like that, and gets into it. That's why she doesn't know. But no, his mother never really admits to anything like that. So like he was trained outside of time or something, yeah. outside of like the normal continuity. Mm-hmm. Okay, th- thank you for clearing that yeah. up for me. So he's in Pol. So he's in Warsaw. So he's in Poland for a convention. Okay, and. The day before the the day before the convention, he's found dead on his friend's couch, having vomited this black substance out of his mouth. Okay. Yeah. The Polish authority, like his friend, calls an ambulance, takes him to a hospital where he's pronounced dead, but they don't report it to the authorities. Okay. Then he died. They don't report it to anybody else, and then he gets pretty much he gets taken away. Then his body gets taken back to London. And there's a whole bunch of suspicious stuff that's surrounding his death. Like, I know autopsy was done uh, at the time of his death. An autopsy was done, like, I think, like, a month later after the, like, way after the fact. I know I've said this before, but uh, okay. Yeah. Way after the fact. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then they tried to, cl- to try to say that he, uh, that he overdosed on drugs. By any chance, did anyone, um... Describe the smell of what he was releasing, like the the vomit. No, there was as far so I don't see. They only described it as this weird black substance that he vomited up, 
there is suspicions that he might have been doing drugs. But then again, there's a lot of people that also think that this is somehow slander and that they're just trying to cover this up. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a heroin addict, which is what he was trying to, which he was reported to be, then supposedly, like, if you're taking, like, black heroin, like, black tar heroin or whatever, then you may, you may end up vomiting up some sort of black substance because of it. And then, you know, it's later, you know, people try to accuse him of being a schizophrenic and saying that's the reason why he's paranoid and claiming he has these powers and people are out to get him. I mean, it's awfully strange that he would suddenly die so oddly right before he's about to out a bunch of people and then it being investigated so peculiarly. But my first thought is this. I, I'm trying to remember if you're – there's certain, like, tales to vomit color mm-hmm. on what's going on. And I want to say – and, guys, I'm not a forensic biologist or something. or a dead, I'm not a dead body expert, whatever they're called. Um, but I want to say like, that's adding red and brown, which means one of the things that can happen is you can have this sort of renal leak into your stomach where when your vomit will have kind of a brownish color. And I want to say like black is you are bleeding and you have renal in there because like the brown from the feces reversing into your stomach and then the red from the blood mixing with the already colors of, uh, your normal bile and stuff. I want to say that that's one of the things black means mm-hmm. is that you're both bleeding into it and there's a reversal, which means your system is going through intense levels of failure. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other weird stuff surrounding his death, too, like the fact that they wouldn't let his family see the body. They tried to discourage the family. That's from sussy the body. as hell. Yeah, right. And that to this day, the Polish government still hasn't released information on his death to the family. That seems odd to just, me. Yeah. And I don't know enough about European law when it comes to body yeah. recovery yeah they can't they say they can't release the information without his consent when he's dead uh, well, well how do how do they expect you to get that a ouija board right <laughs> you can't sign documents yeah. through a ouija you board pull out my first ouija board like i feel like if they're gonna say that they can't do that as consent i should be able to pull out a ouija board and just be like oh here it is yes i can i feel like you need a legal ouija board where you can attach a um pin to the um oh god what's that thing the it starts with a p the thing that moves across it you're the Ouija board expert. I'm the Ouija board. The, the, you mean the, the dial with the little magnifying well, it's glass? A, it's not a dial. It has Pendulum? a name. The Pala. It starts with a P. You guys know what I mean. But I feel like you need one of those where you can attach like a pin to that to sign your name and stuff to mm. legal go- documents. And what's really weird, though, is like Max Spires is held up as this guy in the conspiracy world as like an example of somebody that's been like Epstein or Clint or however you want to, however you want to, whatever adjective adverb you want to use for but you know the one thing that struck me that nobody's ever talked about but max spire oh yeah no 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 <laughs> like, like, like the name just like max spires when, when i initially looked into it like because i i had to look into about all these to figure out which one um which one i wanted to do and i looked into it just enough to know i don't think i want to do specifically this one but that, I'm like, that name is definitely not a like, real name. Is, you, is that his birth name? Do you ever No, it's out? Maxwell Bates Spires is what his name is. But everybody just calls him Max. But, like, he just goes by Max Spires. I'm like, first of all, that sounds like the most fictitious name that I've just like, I've ever it heard. It sounds like the name of a spy in yeah, a novel. It like, really does. It sounds like the name of, like, a really bad, you know, super soldier spy <laughs> I mean, doesn't that lend some credibility that his name was actually Max Spires? Max Spires. <laughs> so, like, MI6 secret agent gotten from Wish. Do, do you think, like, <laughs> got him from Wish? I just, we just ordered a whole bunch of stuff off Wish. It, it's cheap. And, it, it was all stuff that's cheap enough that if we get like half of it correct, we'll be fine. No, you know why they call it Wish? It's because when you get it, you, you know, you wish you didn't do it. <laughs> like, that's the reason why they call it Wish, you know? But so, do you think there's credibility? Because some of the things that make that made me think there might be something to this one is, well, his death does seem like an awfully convenient like, timing, considering what he's about to do. Like the th- the thing that that I think that this is tied to <laughs> is this sort of bigger, broader conspiracy that kind of makes me mad that really never comes up on the conspiracy iceberg, and we've kind of talked about it before, but just. The complacency that we've gotten to, to people being taken out by the government. Like, people will just casually believe, oh, yeah, it's a thing where the Clintons will take you out. Like, or the government will take you out if you know too much. And everybody just casually just says this. 
And everybody just lets it. Now, I'm not asking for any sort of call to action, but does anybody else not find that's just sort of weird that we've just become so complacent with that? Well, that's the thing, a thing is, they cover their tracks just well enough that nothing is confirmed. And then beyond that, like, are you really going to, like, start, like, what, a big protest off of probably this or maybe this happened? Like, I don't think it's Like, off- sure, Epstein, like, if it was going to happen, it would have happened with Epstein. No one believes the freaking Epstein yeah. story. And then nobody does anything. And I'm not saying do anything. I want to make that clear. I'm not calling for anything in any way to shape or form. But this write your kind of, congressman. If you're you know, going to do something, write your that, congressman. Yeah, write your congressman or your like your lord or whatever, whatever the, or legislator, whatever it is where we're listening from. Like, do you, where, where, do you think people are listening to us from feudal Japan? Right, house your of, lord? like House of Lords, like well, from England. I, yeah, I know Big England has a House get of culturally Lords. Culturally competent, Vic. Like, is it, <laughs> I, I'm familiar with it, but does the House of Lords actually handle these sort of matters? No, no I didn't no, think they the, did. No, like, I don't think lower, it'd be it's helpful. The lower, they're like senators, but like it's compared to like over here. But like it's the lower house that does it. But, um. But I'm just saying, it's just, it's just one of those things within just the realm of Max Spires, within the realm of this conspiracy that just sort of plays into this weirder, bigger conspiracy. Do you think it's connected to Max Headroom? No, I think what we're about to do is make our own level of the conspiracy iceberg. I think that's what's about to, I think that's what's about <laughs> to happen. Uh, that's what we're about to get to. But, I mean, this Max Spires guy, what, mm-hmm. what, what's your thoughts? Real, legit, what, where, where do you think we are? I mean, it's hard. I mean, I it doesn't. Okay. I mean, I think that if it, if it came out that he was a schizophrenic drug addict, which is you could totally equate a lot of. It's not like that we have not ran into people working in mental health. Yep. That believe that they were like super soldiers. Yep. Or that the government was after them. That also did drugs. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's true. We ran into many of them that, because that the thing is, yeah. many drugs cause mania. Yeah. And paranoia. Mania can lead to delusions of grandeur. It all, since it also leads to paranoia. Combined delusions of grandeur with uh, paranoia and mania. Y- you got you got a spy novel there, right? You know, you know, and the fact that the Polish government won't release the details. I'm not bashing any Eastern European governments, but you know, one of our good one of my good friends from college, Jordan, who lives who's lived over in Poland and around there, not the hugest fan <laughs> of a lot of Eastern European governments. Um, you know, that may be one thing that we kind of take for granted is transparency when it comes to law enforcement over here in the United States. That could be, you know, that could be an issue for it, but so it doesn't really shock me. Now, so, do, I, do I think that he was legit onto something? Yeah. I mean, I would, be, I believe, I believe, I mean, I believe that if you, I think if you dive deep enough into a conspiracy, I think you will find something. Do you know what I'm almost wondering? Since this guy, I, I think we both agree, there's some sussy things about this guy. Like, there, there are some oh, things yeah. that... Oh, yeah. What if he was accidentally going to name a name? What if, like, <laughs> what if this guy was sketchy as hell, making it up, but on his list of things that he was going to do, they realized he was going to accidentally out something real? Like, like he just accidentally stumbled upon something? I mean, it's possible. I mean, like, okay... If me and you were going to, like, make a imaginary list of 20 people in the United States that are involved in this secret organization, I bet you we could name, yeah, like, quite a few too. people that would likely be actually on it. Like, it, it I don't want to, I don't know if I want to name names right now, because I don't want to end up, like, Max Spired. <laughs> yeah. Who expired? Oh my gosh! Oh man, that was so bad. Tasty his family. Terrible. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'm, I'm just a sucker for a good pun. It sucked me in. I mean, uh, that's my bad. We also just could be following suit to like the whole thing where the conspiracies where you just don't believe anything is real. You're like Max Spires. That sounds like a terrible made up name. <laughs> Truthfully, I think there's a possibility here, given the circumstance of his death. And truthfully, I think if like they didn't act on it, it probably would have gone by without as much notice. Yeah. But I also think the secret government, whatever powers that be, don't always make the best decisions. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk on Max Spires on? Uh, more or less, no. I've already just brought it back that it's just kind of weird that we've just sort of gotten complacent that this will happen to you. You really want to know where the journey starts here? That thought probably is a journey starts here kind of thought. But I also think it's kind of weird that they're going to call that, but then they're going to put the crank incident (laughs) where crank three was taken out of production. Like that's some sort of deep conspiracy. Okay. I have one that I'm pretty much positive is real. The Pinocticon. 
Panopticon. Did you did you look into this one? Which one was the Panopticon? The Panopticon was a um, basically a structure slash design created by Jeremy Bentham in the uh, 18th oh, century. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. pretty much it's um, basically a design where if you're watching prisoners, he had designed it for a jail mm-hmm. where you can have many prisoners being guarded by one jailer because the way the area is uh, set up. It makes every prisoner feel like they could be being viewed at any given time, and at no time can they tell if or if not they're being viewed, but they know there's always the possibility that they are. Now, the actual Panopticon design I don't think is that important, and I don't think that's why it's on the conspiracy iceberg. But... He did, or Jeremy Bentham did talk about how this could be adapted to other things. He talked about it could be adapted to, like, schools and hospitals. And I think someone took that lead and realized this could be adopted to government. And I think that's more or less where we live now. We live in the damn Panopticon right now. We, we all know at any given time with the modern technology, we could be being viewed, especially when we're online. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. No. Well, the thing is, is I think that it's, we've, we've sort of even elaborated that this is a true thing, that we are being spied upon by the Like, the, your phone tracks how much you move. Yep. Your phone tracks how often you use it and at what times. Your TV, like it connects to smart TVs and can actually, your phone can send information for how much you use your TV. That's not even a conspiracy. (laughs) That's real stuff. Yeah, pretty much if you're not naked in a cave, they can can figure out what you're doing at any given time. And even if you're naked in a cave, if they're really interested, they have technology to find you anyway. And and it alters your behavior. No, I think that's 100% a real thing. I mean, it's so funny because it reminds me of like that scene from Clerks. I think it's from Clerks where, like, the clerk shop is just laying down a thing with his girlfriend behind the counter, and he just got change up there. And she's like, why do you do that? He goes, people leave to see change out. They think they're being watched, so they're being, <laughs> honest, so they're being honest, and they don't steal anything. <laughs> like, it's like a, it's sort of like this weird, like, uh, conspiracy halo effect thing. Where, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, like, they found, like, where people will act a certain way if they feel like they're being, if they feel like they're being watched. And we live in a state where, at any given time, we feel like we're being watched. We know we're in, we know we're being watched. That's I, the, us probably, yeah. but yeah. But okay, I guess my first question on this particular subject matter is this: Do you think that this is an idea that was actually built upon the idea of the Panopticon and then built into our modern society? Because we all know this is where we are now. I feel like the discussion isn't: Are we at that point? I think we all know we're at that point. Now, the question that I have is, do you think it's a intentional design? I think that we have moved. I think that we have. I think that we did, but I think that we are moving past that. I think that we're in the next step after that. Ooh, what's that? Where the government doesn't want us acting differently as though we're being watched. They want to see how we act normally or Sorry, forces of not to go, forces of be whoever you want to say the elite Illuminati whoever, so that way they can use that information. You know, they can use that information for sorts of things. Like they don't want us to change our behavior because we're being watched. Maybe that's still around, sure, whatever. But that I, way, wait, let me get guess. So the idea is this: that they want us to go back to now acting normal because that way they can now get down our patterns so they can make predictions on the future yeah, on us. Yeah, and they can make money off of that. Mm-hmm. The Beyond Nopticon. Yeah. The idea that, oh, God. Now, th- this you, you just took a scary idea and added another heaping helping of scary on top. Earmuffs. The journey starts here, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, what, that's, that's what I meant. That's why you're in the here. last few minutes, you can cuss. Okay, YouTube, the YouTube algorithm doesn't 40, check as far as. 43 in. minutes in, you knew what you were getting. Like, But, yeah, but, I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a real thing. I think that we... We know we're being watched. We assume these things. So now we've gotten this sort of this state of just acting normally or whatever, air quotes, whatever, so that they can take that information and use that for whatever sorts of, for whatever sorts of reasons. I mean, with an advanced enough algorithm, you should be able to make general predictions about one's behavior that that individual person could not make predictions about themselves, given that their psychology isn't that far from baseline psychology. Of course, this is something that's not going to predict a individual's basic movement, but would be something that could predict large trends in society. So I'll throw a conspiracy out there. Here's here's an example of one. So your phone tracks how often you move, correct? Yeah. So your phone tracks how often you move. 
So certain, if, so think about it from this perspective of like now we're all we're all going to act a certain way because we assume we're being watched and we don't want to get busted by the cops, right? Because we don't want, we want the cops coming to get us. But our phones track us for the purpose of being able to see how much we're moving around. So our phone, they know how much people in a given radius are moving around. That means they know how many cops they need. They actually need. Uh, that's actually a pretty fair analysis, and that's information that yeah. they can retrieve very easily. Correct. You know, that's just that's just movement that you that you, how many people are just casually awake or moving around during certain times. That particular amount of information is incredibly important. And most of us follow a fairly um, common pattern in yeah. our behavior. Like after after we start setting behaviors, we tend to repeat those behaviors. That's just the weirdest stuff, you know. I think it gets weirder. I think I think it can too. We're only on level five. What's, <laughs> what's going to happen next week? What what's we, go? What are we going to discover on level six? Jesus, maybe that's the actual photo on uh, on tier six. Is, or it's, it's, is it? It's, that's true. It could be like it could be like the lambs actually Jesus or and Jesus is the lamb. It's weird. Who know? Who knows what it is? I haven't uh, looked ahead at, at level six yet. No, I haven't. I was just scrolling down to see what the photo was. That they, that they use on the conspiracy iceberg. I mean, what's your what's been your what's your overall thoughts like on just tier five in general? Like, do you think there's that- hidden trends and they're starting to come out? Like, there's certain focuses that remain somewhat consistent within the iceberg, and I feel like it's trying to lead me to certain truths. Like, I feel like it's not as scattershot as it appears. I think it's actually funneling us towards specific things. Right, maybe by, like by the time that we get to tier, like we can't understand like the bottom tier until we fully understand all the tiers above it. No, I think it's a hidden pattern. Oh, I think there's a hidden things. I, I mean, I'm willing to try to see exactly like what the actual pattern is, but I mean, I think that maybe, maybe what it really is is that we got it's trying to get you to find the conspiracy within the conspiracy, like like Inception. Quite possible, um, or quite possible. Also, I want to throw out some detail that I uh, forgot about the troll from earlier. The guy from the first uh, set of stories, he's like six and a half feet tall. So he's like way <laughs> taller than either of us, like way outside the baseline of height. I just forgot to mention that part. Wait, tall. You're six, you're six, four. I'm six, three. Yeah. But he's like six, six, which that's a important three inches. I, I guess. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, we're pretty tall, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I think by the time that you're getting to tier five, I think, and you're really starting to break some of these conspiracies down, I think that you're starting to see that certain conspiracies might be more of a branch to a larger conspiracy. And I think as you as you head further down the conspiracy iceberg, you store you sort that. I think that's what the real pattern is. I think that's what it is. It's it's almost sort of like you know the, above it is the the you know tier one, two, and three is like the fruit. That leads you to the conspiracy, like leads you to the conspiracies, and then there's the tr- the leaves and the branches that lead you to maybe to a to a bigger conspiracy or something. By con- by tier five, that's what you're starting to see. Maybe you're starting to see the tree, where the where the branch actually goes. Um, but again, but that's the problem with the conspiracies. You may be following a branch forever. Who knows? I mean, you may never actually get to it. That's the hard part about conspiracies. But what do you guys think about uh, what do you guys think about some of the stuff that we talked today? Do you think that me and Vic were or on or anything with some of the stuff that we were talking about, with some conspiracies, like you know, nobody's ever ran into, ran into one of these like cryptids. Is Max Spire is Max Spire's real? Uh, you know, are they actually trying to make us be watched, but really actually secretly not wanting us to be watched? Are troll boots controlled by trolls? Are we? <laughs> are we in the conspiracy within the conspiracy? <laughs> type thing put your comments on uh, on that below tell us tell us what you think um leave us some too leave us below comments to what some of your favorite conspiracies are uh that definitely would be something that we would definitely love to see too um but again if you're liking if you like this video don't forget to leave us a like leave us a review subscribe hit the notification bell so you can stay up to date whenever we put out new content but until next time guys keep believing because we'll keep listening all right, guys, we're going to slide into the Pillow Talk sibling in this podcast. If you want to check out the rest of this awesome podcast, all you got to do is go over to our Patreon and sign up for as little as a dollar a month to get the rest of this awesome episode, as well as bonus episodes that we put up exclusively for our patrons. If you sign up to be $2 more of a month, you get to vote on the theme of the month, which currently right now has underwater mysteries. 
currently winning, which is up right now. So. Which surprises me 0%. Yeah, I know. We, that, that definitely did surprise me that it just jumped ahead. But if you'd like, you you like to share the content to uh, famous paranormal investigators, the apocalypse, or past life phenomenon, go sign up to be a patron and let your voice be heard. All right. We're going to hang out in the Conspiracy Iceberg Tier 5 a little bit more. And, you know, we were... We, me and Vic were throwing up some different ideas for different ones that we wanted to go to because the problem for us is if we if we go into just one, we'll just go on to it forever, and so that's kind of like I did with trolls in the first yeah, part. Yeah, we just can't go literally over every single one because we just can't let anything like, go. We got through like half the information yeah. I had on trolls. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's, it, we just can't let this go. So I threw around cat nuns. Cat nuns was something that got which which is definitely something that I think that's funny. That throws out that there was literally in the 1800s there was this French comedy nuns that literally. Killed I know, I think it was-